Okay, I think we're in like a golden age of music right now. I mean, we have so much fire. <laughs> On this week's show, we get to discuss another album of the year contenders, You See For Yourself from IDK. Just just crazy. But on the second half of the show, we, we talk about ideology and what's the best way to spread it to people who don't want it to be spread to them. Without further ado, episode 67 of The Transition. Welcome to The Transition, episode 67. Alex Kaprinsky, Dimitri Williams, back in the studio once again never miss a day never miss a day no days off we have been going (laughs) we have not um we're we're gonna be hitting a year in august that we've done this every single week for a full calendar year that's ridiculous i've never stuck to anything that long in my life i don't think so i'm gonna i'm gonna pat myself on the back i think we missed christmas um, but other than that, we have been diligent, which we should have done quite frankly. We sh- but... we literally were not doing anything that day and could have done the podcast. I, my days right now are busier than Christmas was um, this past year. Uh, so I, I, I don't know why we didn't, but I think we still posted an episode that week, but it was just like recorded later or something. Yeah. So we're, we, we were, listen, no days off is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, we got Alex Kaprinsky. He's got the green headphones on. He's got the hoodie up this time. So, you know, it's been a long week um let's just let's get right into it man how how was your week alex because i know you went through it this week i mean i mean where do we even start like you had to get in your bag this week <laughs> yeah this was a tough one um apartment check got moving, it moving week in two weeks check panic setting in check mm-hmm. need to get everything there's just a lot of there's a lot of moving parts that need to happen in the next. How many? How many? Like days. How many like apartment related things have we uh, secured so far? We got a. Do we got a bed? Do we have a desk? Do we have a couch? Do we have a? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I'm shaking my head for all those. Gotcha. That can't see, but yeah. Gotcha. For all those like everybody. Yeah, can't everybody. See. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's that's uh that's tough. Yeah, so that's we got tough. nothing. So so yeah. Nice. But like you know, like I said last time though, we pulled up from forty. Made it. You so cashed just, it last we gotta, time. We just got to do it again. Bro, you're about to be living in this apartment with like a bed on the floor, a mattress on the floor, and like a TV Dude, sitting on like a box. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure it all out. I need to get a table too because I got to get the – because, I mean, you and me both, we got to get the work from home set up kind of. Oh, yeah. You got to kind of get that nice. Kind of go, and that's what I mean. So yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. I don't have Bro, that just take space. like two days and just like – just knock it all out. Hit up Burlington, Ross, you know, TJ Maxx and Ikea. And that's it right there, pretty much. And order some stuff off Amazon. You're straight. I know. I didn't measure, though. So I'm trying to figure out. Mm, Got to get dimensions. Yeah. Got to get yeah. dimensions. I mean, I'm going to get a full bed regardless. That's kind of the most important part. So Getting a queen, king, California full, king. Full. 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 Come yeah, on, yeah. get that queen. Uh, place, I don't know, man. I want as much space as possible, especially because if enough. I didn't have to set up the work from home, like station, I feel is like... Is it going to be in the bedroom? Well, it's just, it, I mean, since it's a studio, it's kind of all one like, oh, living studio. space. Yeah, yeah oh, it's not a one bedroom. I thought, was, yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was a one bed. My mistake, my yeah. mistake, my mistake. No. Yeah, you got to get that. You probably want to do the full. You probably want to do the full. Yeah, That's, if I didn't... Yeah. If we didn't have one to bed, you were definitely the, uh, getting that queen, though. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have to. Okay. So you're going to do... I wish you, you guys sent me. Do you have like a video or anything like that? You gotta send me that. I need to get the like the layout of this I place and figure this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right, well, bet, bet, bet. Yeah. So we we're gonna do 
okay, so we're going to do bed like in the corner, I assume, and like desk right next to that. Yeah, I want to try I'm and thinking show you this in live. <laughs> in li- I was going to say. Real time. <laughs> this is, this is the, the extent of the technological uh, prowess we have here on the Transition Podcast. Just go, just, just text that over to me because yeah. I have my phone right next to me. Because I'm curious to... <laughs> Alex showed me his uh, control center. Oh, no, this is tough. You have a fireplace? It's not working, but yeah. Okay, so this copy. Is the, this is like so. It's kind of. It's like the, a. It's like you walk in, and it's like a straight shot through. Straight shot. Hardwood through, exactly. floors. Yeah. Washer and dryer. This is pre- this is pretty legit. Oh yeah, but I. Oh yeah, this is. Pre- you got a really good deal. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. No, you actually got a really good deal. Can't lie to you. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna set a bed up by kind of that window. Although, I yeah, don't know. I'm trying to like figure out if it'd be better to just do the work from home, looking out the window, or what Ooh, the deal is. True, but that I'm, would kind of be dope, though. Yeah, yeah I'm just gonna. Dope. I mean, I can see myself getting up there and moving stuff around for two, three, four weeks. You can. So yeah, so we'll. But see. that place isn't too ridiculously large either, because if if you have that island, no. you don't even need a table. You just use the island, get some stools. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, I don't know. I think the one table I'm just probably gonna get is that desk, right? So Oh just, right, right. Like yeah. a workspace. Other desk. than that though, like an eat like an eating place. Yeah, I don't really need I don't know. We can figure that out. I, I think that's what I'm doing. I'm not getting a, a table. I'm putting like where you would put the dining table is where I'm putting my desk. Yeah. Like so I care about more smart. I care about that more than having a dining table. That's I live I mean. alone. No, I'm thinking about getting like a couch and kind of like throwing like a coffee table. And yeah. If I want to eat like dinner, dinner, you can just eat it there and call it a day. You can actually get some tables that like transition up into a like an actual like Dude, I was eating table. At that on Amazon, yeah, 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 that would kind of be dope. Actually, that would be perfect. Damn, Two maybe for I one. Do that. Damn, it, yeah, I might you. do that myself. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. That's what I'm saying. I think man. I might have just found Multiple. the key right there. Yeah, well, because then you can have that coffee table. If you want to like do the work from home thing from the couch facts. too, you can like extend facts. it up, which facts, is facts, which facts, is nice. Facts. Oh, so, yeah. this is that's this, where this we're is gonna at. come together. I think yeah. the vision is there. You just gotta you just gotta Execute, just pull the man. trigger on stuff now. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say this weekend, start pulling the trigger, get that's some orders out there. Because I mean, two weeks. You can get most things from Amazon in two weeks. I mean, That's Amazon's turned around stuff in like five Wayfair, days. Wayfair, Amazon. Yeah, I'm just going to let it fly. Yeah. I just got to figure it fly. out the mattress and go from there. Bro, that one I sent you um, on uh, Lucid. That's the one I think. Get that right yeah. off Amazon. Like two something for a full. Straight. We'll be sleeping on the same thing. Let me know how your lumbar is. Solid. <laughs> it's good. It's solid. Support um, is A1. <laughs> You got that lumbar support, uh, but no, same here pretty much. Yeah, I've, I was gonna um, say, you done? Just about. I've ordered everything I can think to order at this point. I mean, I have to pick up a few small things like decorative stuff, get some paintings for the walls, that type of stuff. stuff. Decorative. Where are you going? Where are you going for that? Um, there's actually this thing I got. Uh, it's called a displate. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's like a magnet that you can like stick metal posters to on the wall. So we're gonna we're gonna in the bedroom we're gonna have three across. Then in the living room. I have like these matching paintings that are gonna go in the living room, um, and then in the in the kind of d- d- like office desk area, it's kind of hard to separate. I'm gonna have um, you know at IKEA how they have like those like like a set of like eight pictures and like one's a giant one and like the other six just kind of like yeah, sit yeah, next yeah. to it. We're gonna get one of those kind of arrangements, and then I'm I'm straight. TV's going on the other wall, so the walls will be filled. I have some on like I have some like custom artwork I've gotten over the years that I'll probably bring too. Just hang that up wherever. We straight got stools for the kitchen. Got the desk in. Done. We're sitting. 
pretty. I just got to get the bed frame and the uh, the thinking, couch at this point. Yeah, but that's I'm just about a matter of time. Getting some paintings too. I don't know, bro. This plate. Look into it because it doesn't damage the walls either. I'm gonna Google that right now so I don't forget. Yeah. It's um so what it is, I can explain it real quick for the listeners too if you guys are interested in. Uh they're not sponsoring the show, by the way, but this, oh, so this what is it is kind of sick. It's dope. And you can get so many different like pop culture designs or whatever. Um and they're clean. My I got mine came in today actually or two days ago, and they're they're really, really nice. Um so what it is like you wipe off the wall, just like your regular white wall. And then you like kind of stick something to it, like how you would a command strip. So it's just a sticky substance. When you want to take it up, you just pull it off. And as long as your paint isn't cheap, it won't rip the paint. And even if you do, you just have to just repaint it real quick. Um, and then a magnet snicks to that. And then you just stick the painting or the, the artwork right on top of that because it's actually a metal thing that the artwork is printed on. And it's it's dope. It's, it's really clean. No borders, obviously. Yeah, like no framing or anything. Um, you're good to go. So I picked up three of them, like the kind of like the the large size ones, I think for like a hundred something bucks, like not bad. Um, it's going to take up a good amount of wall space too. So they're having like a pretty good sale right now, I believe. Um, so this plate, check it out. Might have a link in the description in the show notes if you guys, uh, <laughs> if you guys need it. Um, that way I'd love us this place sponsored there. They seem to be a pretty good company. Like they, they turned that around quickly. How long, like every, how long did it take you to get like a week that's not bad if at that all. yeah if that um but yeah they have like every like you can type in anything star wars uh no country for old men um you know <laughs> random mcdonald's <laughs> they i'm telling they have like anything you could think of to be like the like they must have like premium graphic designers working for them because they're just they're they're nice Speaking of that, just got my custom hoodie from uh, from Steve. Yo, Shout from out Steve. manager Steve, if he's listening. Yo, can um, we get Steve back on? Yo, Steve. We do need to get Steve back on. We haven't had Steve on in about a few years now, so we, we got to get him back integrated into the fold. But he sent me the pictures that it's done, so I'll probably be picking that up sometime soon. I got Shakari Richardson on the back of the gray hoodie. Ooh. Fire. Fire. Support the movement. Hashtag let her run. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, can't wait to pick that up. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's coming together. Hopefully, by the I'm hoping it, by the end of July, I have literally everything I need, um, and then I'm just kind of biding my time and getting the move out plan sick. ready. So when gotta, are you are you out the end of end of end of July? Is August one or no? Uh, September no. one. September fourth. Um. So that's when I'll be. <laughs> August one. That's you, my friend. <laughs> you get those mixed up. Uh, but no, uh, September 4th on a Saturday, I'll be gone. I actually was talking to my manager today. I was like, listen, listen. <laughs> end of August, early September, you're not going to be seeing me very much because I want to get this like all just squared away all at once. I don't like to do things piecemeal. I like to just do it all at once. So One I time. might just take a I week agree. off of work and just like get everything perfectly situated. If I need to get another rug or a plant, get all that done, explore the neighborhood, maybe maybe buy a bike and explore the area. A little electric scooter, you know the vibes. Yeah, might get that electric scooter, might get the electric bike <laughs> for a cool 1K. Copy um, electric scooter, you let me know how that is. Bro, aren't you copying it or no? I want to go to the Walmart this weekend and get one for 300 bucks. That's If you get that, please just drive that home. <laughs> just bring someone have them take your hour. car back and just be speeding down the hot, the freeway on this electric scooter yeah oh my god i gotta take that um, on 76 to see how far i get bro you would get mauled on 76 driving that thing 76 is one of the most dangerous roads in the country i'm pretty sure 
accidents are on that thing like nothing just just start your car as an accident um <laughs> but other than your apartment stuff how was the week i mean it was long but just i mean a long one hey well because you know i feel like doing the apartment is like a full-time job on top it of is a like a part-time job. job yeah right so it's just like you're doing two jobs at the same time you're staying Facts. up late trying to do your actual work and then you're trying to budget get everything yeah. organized yeah no that's uh that's a whole nother it's a whole nother issue that we're running into but... <laughs> alex where's the, where you the, you don't got the racks <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> alex been spending too much on jersey bikes <laughs> i mean you're not wrong there either but listen scrooge mcduck you gotta get this you gotta get this worked out <laughs> it'll happen you know it, it, it always go. does that's what i like to hear um, my week was solid. Same old, same old. I was more tired than I've been in a while this week. Dude. I don't know why. And I work again tomorrow and then on Sunday. So oh, it's going to be. Oh, God bless. Is this a seven day? This is a seven day week for you? This is a seven day stretch. It's one that, of those. Man. It's one of those. I can't so. go past 3 p.m. on Friday. So. <laughs> I feel that. It's, I don't, the thing is I haven't taken work off of the main job in a while, which I need to do towards the end of July. Um, so after I get through this week, probably the next week I'll take some time off probably do another four-day weekend type of deal that um and that's usually how i refresh my batteries i needed i usually do at least one of those a quarter um so <laughs> that kind of gets me right also as a as a heads up i was saying this to my manager today i was like you never i was one lesson i've learned you never take time off and just in, randomly in the middle of the week don't take like tuesday thursday off for a random don't do that you always attach it to a weekend always <laughs> it just makes the most sense um in my opinion. I see it. I see it coming by calendar. I'm like, you're an idiot. Because <laughs> yeah. midweek, you have stuff going. You have projects probably going. And then you just stop for a day. No. If you're going, go go, go. all in. Exactly. Go. go all in. Full send. Um, so that's that's the plan. Four-day weekend. We'll recharge the batteries. But yeah, Let's today go. I was dead. After we finish this podcast, I'm probably just going to go back to sleep. Yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, I don't even know. I gotta make some pasta, and then I'm out. Gonna eat some tuna cakes, like I. The Those sound I actually like good. I've had salmon cakes before, so tuna cakes gotta be same good. thing. Yeah. yeah, same same type of deal. All right, man, let's get into this. So, IDK 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 See for yourself. I believe is this uh, the name of this Pull album? This thing up, yeah. Um, it's Maryland about, rapper. <laughs> Maryland rapper, another good Maryland rapper. This was already uh, right off the bat. Let's get this out of the way. This was better than Haram. This was better than the Gold Link album, I think, like for sure. Um, so he's better than a lot of albums. Yeah. Okay, just make, just making sure we're in agreement there. So he is Leapfrog Gold Link in the Maryland uh, rapper tier list. I think in terms of this year, at least. Come on, come on. It's okay. You can nod your head. <laughs> um it's a great album um but it's about 12 uh, around 12 13 songs i want to say and i say that loosely because some of these are more like interludes very yeah. short kind of pithy quick um <laughs> what you the like hell? that <laughs> this, this short pithy um terse uh curt songs that um that you, you know you could just kind of throw on as just more of like a vibe check if you will oh man i'm right. using all the lingo today um and it was solid like thematically and also just from regular sonic listening Both this cool. is a really enjoyable yeah. album yeah i mean the beats are really really weird on this one i think this challenges 
the Tyler project in terms of production, I think probably Tyler's, I think is a little bit more polished, just a little bit more polished, but this is right up there. I mean, this is like a one, a one B situation. The production on this is excellent. It's, it's excellent. And I'd have no idea who produced it. I, I kept forgetting to look it up, but I mean, from Peloton that we just listened to when we got started. Uh, cash Money um, AP, I think, yeah. Yeah, Cash Money AP. Um, even the, the, which I didn't really like too much in terms of substance, the Offset single was great. Um, uh, Crying Church was awesome. And at that first song, I can't remember the name of it. I think it was something Santa Boulevard. Santa Barbara Boulevard, yeah. Santa Barbara Boulevard. Santa that was Santa excellent. Barbara, one two. Yeah. It was really diverse. I mean, he had a lot of hard-hitting beats. He had a lot of slower-paced stuff. He had some good R&B. He had some good features. Just just really well done on every front. I don't see anywhere where he really dropped the ball on this one. And I don't even listen to IDK at all. This was like the first probably full project of his that I've listened to. Then yeah. he also gave you the – um uh god what's it? he also kind of gave you the alchemist deal where he puts the instrumentals at the end if you just want to listen to those by themselves because they are that good um which i th and that's how you know an album has good instrumentation when they put it at the end as like no you go hear these just by their by themselves like these these are fire in their own right really really good from that perspective and then even thematically like i said um this is one of the first albums i think that touched on a singular topic throughout um the album so so well and in, in, in a lot of different facets and, and it mostly touched on something that i think doesn't get talked about loneliness and not having a, a real family around you and kind of what that does to you over time i think some rappers kind of touch on that here and there um, but it's more from the perspective of like oh my dad wasn't around so my mom was you know all we had or type of things or i got it out the mud just like a very vague kind of thing uh, like alex here who got it out the mud right I think you you got out the mud, right? No? Okay. All right. Guess not. Um, so, <laughs> do you confirm or deny? Did you get it out the mud? What's the mud? <laughs> okay. I'll take that as a no that if you have to ask what the mud is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so instead of doing kind of like a vague reference to the mud um, like that, he, he really kind of goes in deep about, you know, losing his mother, hating his stepfather um, and, you know, just a, a very, a very dark childhood from an artist like IDK. I wasn't expecting that. He always seemed kind of like more upbeat, kind of poppy a little bit in his music and kind of like that weird Maryland flow, like, you know, which everyone I think has become accustomed to at this point, like that, just that Marylanders are weird with their music, but really good with their music. Shout out Wale. Shout out Wale. Um, not really, but shout out Wale. And it's it's kind of interesting to hear him go into such dark stuff. I mean, I think he even like he hinted towards that he was molested as a child, put that in a song. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, as rough as the song was, I think I think it was either the song before the song after, it kind of connected because that was the one where it was like one, two, three, three, four, five, if uh Yeah touch me i'm a yeah he gonna meet four or five and it's you kind of understand the aggression somewhat because it's like oh well when that happens to you at a young age you're just going to be angry at the world i'm sure um and it's funny because someone else kind of had a similar path in their music kevin gates actually came out that he was sexually abused as a child kevin gates right like one of the hardest dudes you can think of uh, but it's like that's why that hard exterior was put out there but to kind of you know cope with what happened 
Um, and I think this is kind of a similar situation that, you know, the aggression that you hear in this um, in this song is kind of from that um, or possibly, you know, or from a bunch of different areas, you know, him not having a good relationship with his mom, even when she was around, um, then losing her at a fairly long age, then trying to love women and people after that. And he talks about all this at the end of the song. He really puts a bow on it really, really well, um, where he's kind of like leaving the voice message on his mom's phone and like that whole thing. Uh, which was excellent. Great album. We're 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 in a pretty good period for for rap music right now. Cause we got the Tyler, we got Haram, which was decent. We got Off Season. We had C. Well, now we have this IDK. Um, I think there was maybe one or two more. I'm forgetting, but right. pre- pretty solid. I, I mean, we got to ask the question, right? Yeah. Where, where does this where does this fall relative to the to the Cole record? <sighs> to the Cole record, right now I it's mean, above f- it. Like thematically alone, right? Like yeah, this yeah. Is I was so say, much more ambitious than. Yeah, I was gonna say one. he kind of beats him on that one, like it, just like Which hands is crazy down. to think about, but yeah, it's because Cole didn't. Cole wasn't really trying to say anything, though. I mean, the off season, like the concept of that is more. It's a right. listen. The off season is a mixtape, as far as it's I'm concerned, in terms of album. like <laughs> it's a personal album. As far as I'm concerned, kind of like the level of what it tackled, that's right, mixtape yeah. work like level stuff, right? Like how I put in work into my craft, all that type of stuff, and it's cool, you know. But it it doesn't touch something like this that has so many, I don't know, just just a lot more depth to the music. This was clearly well thought through. Yeah, yeah. I don't. This this I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't listened to enough IDK to say this. I wouldn't be surprised if this is his best album. Because, I mean, you can't really yeah, touch something record. like this. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you can't really touch something like this, like, you know, every single time. I mean, this is a special project, whereas the offseason, I think, you can make the argument that's Cole's weakest project. I mean, you can make a pretty strong argument about that. Um, so definitely over the Cole, definitely over Gold Link. Um, and I think this is, for me, because I on re-listenability, I didn't really like the Tyler Project. For me, this is kind of right up there with the Tyler Project, kind of neck and neck. I acknowledge that Tyler's Project is really good. It's just I won't go back and Not listen to you. it, most likely. Yeah. Um, but I still know that it's really, really good. And I can't necessarily just put this over that, you know, um, because for I don't sure. want to listen to Tyler's yeah, Project yeah. over again. Um, you know, I, I accept it for being really, really amazing. But this is right up there. I feel like it's you, you kind of got to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but what'd you think about it though? I mean, yeah, my expectations were actually lower going in, right? I loved his first time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I was expecting nothing. Yeah, no, I loved his first project, which I can't really think of. I want to find it right now. I, I, saw, say, I didn't even listen to his first project. Yeah. Um, I saw IDK on tour with, <laughs> he went on tour with ASAP Ferg and Denzel. That Curry, is interesting. I think are my like sophomore year. Of college nice. so he toured he toured on on that first album then and that was a great project i was very bad yeah it came out in 2017 so i guess i was a sophomore mm. in yeah college. I mean, that's four years ago now yeah so he was touring with denzel back then and then he made a bunch of music that i really didn't like at all there you go so yeah he made a bunch of albums and i thought i don't know just were kind of crap i didn't think they were i didn't think they were that great his mm. his bars weren't great they were kind of corny um and yeah, mm-hmm. so he kind of gives off that vibe that he could be in some kind of instances. Yeah, and it just kind of fell off for me, right? Like the content of the first of, I guess the first album that I really listened to was just so much more higher level, and it was, I mean, it was an album album, right? Like we're talking about telling stories of 
like just good storytelling right and then we kind of went more commercial and the sound kind of just wasn't as appealing for me but we've definitely reverted back to the sound back to what makes them great yeah of course i think you got to kind of i don't know i think you can this is all the thing is he found the blend right like there's definitely commercial in here but there's also like super super i mean he did the j cole he he's able to do commercial while also making kind of like music with a lot of depth which i think is not which is not easy to do right and he sprinkles it's not easy nick it's not easy to do (laughs) no it's not easy so he sprinkled he sprinkled some of the pop records in there and then he also sprinkled some incredibly dark like you said records in there too which Mm -hmm. is really cool to do and it's not it's not an easy line to walk i don't think making listenable music that kind of touches on the themes that he touched on i think the production helped a lot too it was weird but i thought the production was incredible all the way through features were great there was a posthumous mf doom feature on here there was a j Mm. electronica feature hidden Mm. on here the lucky day feature was great the sir interlude was very cool i think rico nasty made an appearance on here as well so so yeah i mean this record thematically was very cool and i think this is what we touch on a lot right like i don't know we look for these kind of albums that kind of have these narrative narrative Mm -hmm. stories all the way through and kind of have an arc and this definitely was that kind of record it wasn't just kind of some piecemeal piecemeal playlist record that he kind of threw a bunch of tracks that he made in five minutes it was clearly (laughs) very well thought 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 through thematically i thought it was great and the production was really good so i have no complaints and i was my expectations were kind of blown through the roof of what i kind of thought we were going to get thoroughly met (laughs) yeah no i mean great 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 record sound was cool and so yeah, and I'm on kind of your same page. Right? I think it's a little bit below the Tyler record, probably for me, but above, above the Cole record, and definitely encroaching at least on the best record that I've heard this year, for sure. And like you were saying, I think you know also to as we kind of gave the shout out to J Cole, someone could do that. We I, and we said this. I think I texted you about this. We had a lot of kind of Kanye influence on Thank this you. one too. Yeah, completely forgot about. It. He there was some records that it was scary similar. How like flow yeah. content production everything voice voice <laughs> you know what i mean like, like it literally basically. if you close your eyes and you're like just pretend like you're not listening to idk or you don't know who you listen to you're like this could be kanye like this pa- really could be kanye yeah, like like pablo yay i think mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. kind of era of kanye yeah doom, 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 doom. like those kind of like <laughs> like the even the beats for some it was oh man it was it was pretty cool it was really impressive i didn't think he was on this level or had this in him, I guess I should say. I think this one's going to surprise a lot of people. I, I really do. So, I mean, scale of one to ten, what are we thinking here? Eight and some change. Maybe. I was going to say like an 8.75. Yeah. I mean, I think we're in. I think we're that's in, fair. I mean. Off yeah. two listens. <laughs> I mean, mid to strong eight for sure. In the words of mid Anthony Fantano. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> no i i I really enjoyed this one that's strong eight it's hard Um, to pick this one apart though right like i could have gone like we were talking about before i could have gone without the offset song probably but could have gone without the offset yeah it was like could have replaced that with just about anything else and it probably would have been would have been better i mean he didn't drop the ball with any other features um there were some corny bars in here yeah, unfortunately, but they're kind of always some, are. Yeah, now he sprinkles them in for sure, though. 
Yeah, so that's why I can't really, you know, go too crazy on this because there. I mean, like any album, there's drawbacks. There's always you know things yeah. that he didn't do perfectly, but those were kind of the main two things I saw of like kind of some weak bars here and there, and um, that offset song just really shoot didn't need shot. to be in here. But yeah. I, yeah, you know, shoot my shot. Uh, yeah, uh, did not help anything about the record that that song yeah, was in there. It, it. I was gonna say it. It didn't. Um, it didn't it didn't add anything i mean if anything it kind of felt out of place but i understand why he did it you kind of have to have that single on there with a hit name and that was you know, the and offset yeah. gets that not a lot right like he's always that guy who's just kind of the one-off on an album just like all right who, the, who let me bring on offset like let me just get that song in there boom and let me move on to what i wanted to do <sighs> so tied out a sign of hip-hop High dollar sign of hip hop. That's an they, interesting take. They, I mean, they always, they both get like, they both get brought. Just get tossed for. on. That's what I mean. Well, it, like you, they they get thrown in on whatever the single is, right? Let's let's throw one of them on, and it's gonna go. Yeah, that's that's true. It's like a Chris Brown type of effect. Type Ex- of deal. I feel exactly. like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Put Chris on it. Let's get it going. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, really, really enjoyed this. This this was great. Surprise um, record. Yeah. Surprise record! I was not expecting this at all. So, was there any uh, was there any other music you've been listening to this week that you wanted to kind of touch on, or are we good to transition? The Pop Smoke record came out. Oh yeah, the yeah. You want to touch on Pop Smoke record? T- talk about that for a second, because I didn't really hear that one until you just played it before we started recording. I mean, no, because I didn't have a whole lot of. I mean, I went through it very, very quickly one time. I mean, I don't know. It didn't sound bad from what I heard, right? I mean, it was sounded like pretty good. Yeah, well, the Pusha T. Pusha T had two features on this thing. There was a Rick Ross mm-hmm. feature. There was a 21 Savage feature, Takeoff feature, Future, Chris Brown, Dua Lipa, Pharrell, Kid Cudi, Quavo, Kodak Black. I didn't make it the whole record, but I kind of picked my way through a couple songs. And but all those people are on it? Yeah. Yeah. What? How long is this? How long is this? 56 minutes, 20 tracks. Oh, it's a it's a it's a record like a album. I, when you said record, I thought oh, it was a single. No album, <laughs> album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. What? No, no, oh no, yeah, no. we got to review that. Oh, we yeah. got to review that for sure. Yeah, that's a review coming on that next week. Um, I didn't know that even dropped. I, I literally thought it was just a single. No, not the whole thing. <laughs> Dang. And this is why I was saying, even hearing that single, I was like, man, he definitely had some some more good music in him for sure. Um, I Best. mean, he really was only rapping for like three years max. Um, if yeah, that, yeah. so remember it's, when it's Welcome like to the party came out. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the party was like 2017, 2018. Yeah, probably 2018. Um, that so yeah, not that, huge. not that long ago. It was that yeah, that was a big deal when he dropped that. Um, or Meet the Woo, I think was also that one. Um, yeah, Dior, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So <sighs> unfortunate, man. So so unfortunate. Um, and to, to kind of pose the question I asked Alex. Do we think that someone's going to come and take his flow? Like someone who really didn't kind of hit their zenith with what they were creating. Is someone just going to come along and be like, all right, well, let me just do what Pop Smoke was doing. Because like no one else really sounds like him right now. That's what I mean. Like he doesn't have a lot of imitators. The voice is like. Imitation. I feel like the voice is kind of like hard. Like I don't know how you can have another. He has a lot of auto tune in there though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of made in a booth, I feel like. Yeah, a little bit. I but think he does have sound. the, 
the gravelly. I mean, it's low, <laughs> yeah, low, raspy, kind of just like. I mean, it's perfect mm-hmm. for any kind of drill music. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, you couldn't like build a better drill voice. I don't think, but I don't think so. I I, I would just be interested to see that because I mean, it wouldn't be what Pop Smoke was gonna do, obviously, because right. he's he's him. But it would be interesting to see someone kind of pick up that mantle and that style, um, and see what they could do with it. You know, I'm not. I, I'm kind of think of you know scenarios where that's happened before, and it really hasn't. But those the artists I'm thinking of that passed away recently, like like a Juice World, like he kind of had a career at least. You know, he kind of had maybe five years, six years to kind of do what he was doing. Um, Pop Smoke did not. He had maybe half of that. So it's like a lot of untapped potential and a lot of you know as we're seeing unreleased music. I mean, he passed away like a year ago now. I feel like if not more, um, you know, and we're still getting stuff. So. Yeah, now that unreleased record hit some of his like most popular songs is off of that first posthumous record. So imagine what True. I don't True. know. Imagine what yeah. could have come. That one he did with um Quavo, I know, would would have definitely been a, a big one had he been allowed to kind of push it even more. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Unfortunate. I think the entire rap community, why you see so many people on that record is because I think he was kind of well liked and respected as someone who was kind of coming up. Yeah. Um, like definitely Migos, I think kind of recognized that he was going to be next up as they say. Um, yeah. I mean, Nicki so. Minaj hopped on that. Welcome to the party record. Very, very, very early in its existence. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. She gave him the first like huge feature that I think he ever got. Yeah. This is dope. Um, but yeah, so we'll review that next week. Um, but let's transition into the second half of the show, which we'll keep fairly short. Um, I didn't want to touch on anything, you know, revolutionary. Um, but one thing I had heard this week, so and I posted this on my story. I'm not sure if you guys saw it. One of my favorite follows on Instagram is Gary Chambers Jr., um, who is kind of like an activist or kind of community organizer in the South. Uh, who's he's he's just awesome. Like he's um, I'm not sure if you remember. um you know, he's like a bigger black dude, and he was like calling out this this white lady at like a, a council meeting or something for being on her phone. I think her name was like, oh god, I can't. The video was iconic; it went viral. Um, and he was kind of like, you know, because you don't really care about the community. And he just like completely just ripped her, um, which she deserved. Um, I think it was I think oh Kelly, I think it was Kelly. She called out. He called her something like that. Man, I wish I had done my research on this, but. Um, the, the 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 dude is the dude is awesome he's he's definitely the type of um you know kind of leader that you you just root for he's kind of like what um aoc was like a few years ago when she first kind of came on the scene and everyone's like oh but she's like she she she's really trying you know she really cares he's kind of that same way um and i'm not sure you know what his true title is but he's he's a great follower with what he talks about and what he was actually uh, the the video I posted on my story was him um, was him kind of breaking down. Uh, I, I think it was I think it was John Kennedy Jr. or something like that who was talking in the Senate um, about I, I think about how racism is no longer a thing and it's not really relevant anymore and we kind of need to stop being so fatalist and teaching a negative mentality to our students. So basically, like not telling them the true history of the country is 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 what he wants us to do here. Um, and he was kind of breaking that down. But one interesting th- thing he said in a previous video was that, um, was that, I, I, what did he say? I think he said change, 
change that's um or no ideology that is not built on relations in the south will never work so you know uh to to have a paradigm shift it has to come with kind of grassroots work right like talking to people spreading this throughout the the community one by one by one and building it brick by brick it can't just come as a new wave of you know way of thinking that people are going to adopt the southerners are very stagnant and they're very kind of stuck in their ways and you really have to go and preach to them singularly to even move the needle, which we saw during the election with what was done in Atlanta, of course, um, and Georgia as a state, I should say. Um, and I just kind of wanted to tackle that idea and, and kind of get your thoughts on that as to how how what do you think is the best way to kind of move the needle on an ideology such as um, <laughs> it's funny that we think of stuff like this as ideology, but like Black Lives Matter, for instance, or um, you know, equal treatment for or, or, or equal treatment for women um, and even LGBTQA communities too, and, and kind of equal rights across the board, right? How do you, what do you think is the best way to kind of move the needle on something <laughs> like that in an area like the South? If you, if, if we say like we threw you into the South and we're like, all right, you gotta, you gotta figure this out for us. What, what are you, what are you imposing? What's your, uh, what's your way to go? Wow. Um, I mean, that's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. Because they got some of the smartest people, I think, in the U.S. working on this on these kind of topics and issues right now, and I don't think they've found a uh, they've found a great a great solution to this either. But I mean, I don't know. People's ideology is so so deep rooted, right? Like. It's my pappy and my grandpappy's pappy and his pappy all believes in that. Oh well, yeah, well it's like their personal religion, right? So how? Literally, yeah. So it's it's a matter of kind of trying to trying to like supersede some deep rooted, deep rooted truth that one believes to be true, and if you tell them otherwise, they're insulted because. It's it is literally their ideology, right? It's their religion, it's their personal truth, and if if you're wrong, you're kind of insulting their intelligence and their sensibility, which I don't think is a bad thing because oftentimes they are very very wrong. But how do you go about doing that in a way that will actually convince people to look at to look at something through a different lens? Is a facts is a completely different different topic and something that's very challenging and uh, I don't know if I have a really a really great answer for you I think I think if you were to do it you do have to do it on a very personal on a very personal level right mm -hmm. like I don't think you can pre preach broad ideology to to people and expect them to understand and expect with a megaphone connect. yeah now it becomes it, well it becomes very very preachy very very quickly exactly. right yeah and it's yeah, what were you gonna say? I cut you off. And no, this was this was kind of what I was going down in that I don't think there is another way to do it. <laughs> to be honest, as I was thinking I about it, I don't think there's another solution. Yeah, and I that's and that's kind of what, but it never hit me before he said that that that's what you had to do. You know what I mean? It wasn't exactly. that I was like, oh yeah, this was my thinking, and he kind of confirmed it. He was thinking this, and I listened to. Him, I was like, "Oh crap, yeah, yeah that makes, makes a sense. Good point. Yeah. yeah, like that's a, that's actually very true. How else would you do it? Because I think we and we and the reason I bring this up is because on the podcast we always talk about like how the heck do you actually change these people's minds? Like half of the country voted for Donald Trump, basically. So it's like 
you, every you know one in two people that you encounter or five and ten or ten and twenty whatever you want to say are probably going to support that kind of way of thinking and what he was endorsing and it's like we we kind of need those people right like we can't just have a divided country and just move on you know so how do you kind of slowly bring the needle back to the other side and kind of show them what you're saying might be more of a reasonable kind of way to go um and i think this is what you do just on a relationship to relationship on a person to person level one by one <laughs> which is extremely tedious and extremely time consuming and it takes you know thousands of people doing this across 50 states all the 50 states to get it done but I, I think that's the only way. And also, I found the video I was talking about, and he was calling out a, a school board member. Um, Connie was uh, the video. So if you look up Gary Chamber, did you did you see this video? No, I, I just, I don't know. Connie has the name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when we talked about that new Supreme Court justice, and we were like, oh, yeah, she is going to be, um, <laughs> she's going to be trouble. I can't remember her name now, but. Um, just kind of read you uh, what he said, just just kind of as a laugh. Yeah. Um, I had intended to get up here and talk about how racist Robert E. Lee was, but I'm going to talk about you, Connie, sitting over there shopping while we're talking about Robert E. Lee, said activist Gary Chambers Jr. You sit your arrogant self in here and sit on there shopping while the pain and the hurt of the people of the community is on display because you don't give a damn and you should resign. <laughs> so, Sounds yeah, he right. went he went crazy it, it was amazing and this video went very viral and he just like completely verbally destroyed her and she walked out of the room and left and i was just like victory um <laughs> but yeah the dude's awesome follow gary chambers jr on on instagram he is i hope he runs for some sort of like electoral office or or something um because something. he the, he's he's the type of leader you need um for, for sure or we need i should say but um and i think the overarching thing of this at least in my opinion is having these conversations at like a person to person level with like your family your friends is meaningful i mean i know yeah. that sometimes i kind of get in the mindset of like like oh, why am i even trying to change this person's mind because it doesn't matter anyway like they're just going to go back on thinking but if you know we you do that to three people over the course of a year and Multiple you know eyes. thousands of people buy into that i that idea you know, then you start to move the needle, uh, the needle more. And I think that's what people like him kind of preach is community yeah. and everyone kind of doing their part. And that's the only way you kind of tackle something like that.